Started recording. <laughs> I didn't run looking this good. Is that your jokes? Are you doing jokes already? We haven't even started. Yeah. You're doing jokes. Yeah, you know what you could do? I'll leave it to you. What, what yeah, do you know what you could do? You could do, some jokes <laughs> on the, you could do jokes on the podcast. It's been like 220 episodes. It's about time <laughs> you started wow. doing that. I honestly thought you were going to be like, you know what you can do? You can fuck off. <laughs> no, Stay I on your lane. Oh, I want to welcome you to, you to other lanes. The joke lane. Joke <laughs> lane. Yeah. Do you know what? I had a dream last night about the um, the energy drink from Nashville. Oh, from this uh, Friday's Cummings episode. Yeah, so I have... <laughs> Go on. I know you've started recording with this. So I just... Yeah, I, I just... I had a dream last night about it, um, and I saw the can... And I was doing, I think I was doing something else. And I saw the can, and I was like, oh, I'll have to go back to that and find out what it's called. <laughs> and then I woke up, and I was like, oh, I fucking never got back to it. Like, like my subconscious would know what it's called. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'll leave you to start. Go on. My name is Andrew Jones. I'm a cinephile. Is that that's, how you that, That's when, you know, I used to go to the cinema a lot, back when cinemas <laughs> were a thing. But, uh, that, but now we're manking. Now we're Mank Days. I'm Johnny Ennis and I'm Movie Mad, but I'm I'm confused now because that preamble, I didn't mean it to be in the podcast. <laughs> well, it's in the podcast and you're stuck there now. That's how recordings okay. work. Right. It's on the record. Right. Are you Fair Movie enough. Mad? I've got to ask you that. Are you Movie Mad? I am indeed. Still? I am indeed without movie movies to watch? Yeah, still. I'm, I'm trying to get back into movies. I'm watching more TV these days than movies. But um... Are you ready to read books these days? Because next year, HarperCollins, Tarantino... Yes, I'm very excited about that. Uh, now, he's got the one book um, coming out, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, um, which sounds like a mix of just a, a straight-up adaptation of the film with some um, back-in-time, not back-in-time, flashback stuff. Um, Texture. Yeah, that's coming out next year. But what about the other one, the, uh, the non-fiction one? I don't want the non-fiction one. I want the one that has three chapters showcasing the fight between Cliff and Bruce Lee. Oh, man. Can you imagine? Um, I want yeah, to know but... his driving style, how he slowly grips his gear stick and changes <laughs> gears every time. I want to yeah, read I'm, I'm what's on the radio. I I heard they're they're releasing it and then they're going to release it again in like a hardback extra edition thing. But doesn't hardback usually come first? I'm quite um, it, sometimes sometimes they go straight to paperback. Sometimes mm-hmm. they just go to digital e-reader, and I can see him wanting to do a paperback version, so it's got that pulp fiction vibe. Do you think he'll do a an audio audio book of it? Not and not, it not him reading it. No. No. Oh, we can, but hope and pray. I think you'll find um, Kurt Russell will be reading it. But what about the uh, the non-fiction? That's is a big that, is the non-fiction lie. book due out next year? Or? I don't know what the non-fiction book is. <laughs> What's he writing about? Uh, I think just seventies cinema. But I don't know what year when when it's coming out. I imagine probably twenty twenty two. He can't. He hasn't been able to write it this year with a child. 
lazy sod. Yeah, my God, he's got a child now. Isn't he, that weird? He himself is Daddy Tino. Daddy Tino. He's a big cutie pie. Is he? A little, he's got his own little cutie pie. Cutie pie. Uh, well, um, well, the aim of this podcast is we talk about Tarantino. <laughs> That's the aim of every week. Basically. That's the aim of every podcast. <laughs> um, I was trying to find a way to link that into Tarantino violence. What are we watching this week? Well, we're not going to get to that yet because we're going to okay. talk about other violence that we watched this week. The Tom and Jerry trailer came out. Oh, yes. The Tom and Jerry trailer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched it once. Before we started recording, the first thing you asked me was, have you watched the Tom and Jerry trailer? I didn't think anything of it. I watched it and I was like, okay, so that's a thing. It's got Chloe Grace Moretz in it. This is the thing. Grace by it's got Chloe Grace Moretz in it. What kind of uh, job has she got? Oh, uh, right. Is that what it is? She's the hotel manager. Is she... Pl- manager, please. <laughs> She's not that level. Is she playing you, Johnny? <laughs> Is Chloe no, because she's running around in the playing the daytime version of you. The, yeah, I was gonna like the, say, the, op, the, the alpha and you're the omega. <laughs> I had to do like um, a couple of night yang. shifts. I had to do a couple of night shifts last week in uh, a completely empty hotel all on my own. How empty it's closed. was it? Are you sure there wasn't some sort of uh, cartoon mouse going around <laughs> time with a very small business card? Maybe I, I wasn't a fan of doing. I had to do the um the floor check, and I had to do it like three o'clock in the morning. Yep, still I here. Wasn't, wasn't a fan of doing that. Um, every corner I turned, I expected to see two twin girls asking me to play with them forever and ever and ever. Well, that's your fancy in general. Yeah, and also one of the doors was like smashed open. Jim I haven't wasn't? been in the. Ho- <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> I haven't been in the hotel for about eight months at this point. So I don't know what what had been going on. They they'd had like a skeleton crew in. Yeah, I know. They had a skeleton crew and doing like security chefs, making sure no one broke into the place. And We're I great see security. We don't need eating. You can't but kill us. We're just bold. <laughs> I found out the next day that it was someone had. Uh, what was it? Someone gone in uh, to to fix. The pipes or something in that room and locked and shut the door behind them with the keys, the master keys inside, so there's no way to get in without unless they had to like smash the door in. But that was weird to see at three o'clock in the morning. But yeah, um I did yeah, I did spot that it was in in a hotel and that did kind of perk up my interest a little bit. But um I I don't think it looks bad. I think it looks quite fun, don't you? I like the fact that they've kept the animation style 2D. Yeah. Yeah, that is nice. And uh, most of the trailer does seem concerned with how many times they can smash each other. Yeah. So it's still looking for... It's like, oh, you're not doing the whole uh, 90s Tom and Jerry where they sing and dance the kind of best friends dealing with a child who might be uh, sold to adoption or something. Because that shit was unforgivable. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast where they were talking about it and they were mentioning... Uh, one of them asked, oh, um, do they, does uh, Jerry eat real cheese or is it animated cheese? I didn't even uh, check. They said it was real cheese. I believe I it's know. real cheese. But it's just them that's animated. 
and the elephants and stuff. Yeah, yes. Yeah. I, I, yeah, that's what confuses me. I wonder what that that world is. Are all the animals except humans animated? I'm not entirely sure. I'm excited to see if there's like a regular animal who's like, oh, I'm not doing this stupid stuff. Yeah, I I wonder. I wonder if they have if there were any other animals in the um in the trailer. I'm looking back over it now. Yes, you should. Um, but I wonder if they if there are any in like the background. Well, there's birds. There's pigeons that are animated. Yeah, wrapping pigeons. Yeah, just <laughs> like uh, just like uh, Peter Rabbit had. Remember Peter Rabbit? They had the singing pigeons, the singing birds. They might have actually been pigeons um, as well, actually. In that one, there's a wedding scene, and they're on two elephants. Yeah, they are a wedding. Um, oh, there's a caterpillar on the the big manager's oh no, that's a mustache. What? Um, are you talking Rob Delaney's or Michael Payne's? Yes, Rob Delaney's. Delaney. Um. Yeah, I do like that they've they've got the the mouse hole still. Yeah, that's nice. Do you um, love looking at mouse holes? <laughs> I. I mean, I watch it because because Chloe Grace Moretz is in it. And uh, what is she? She's a hotel manager, isn't she? No, she no. Is a manager. What what is she? Oh, she's Grace by name, Grace by nature. Oh, both of those things. Yeah. You seem to uh, not mention either of them at any point, so I was unsure. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad you're you know confirming that now. About time. Bowling ball on the hand. Yeah, I there's no doesn't seem to be any other animals. Right, he's outside now, but it's just raining. Yeah, and he's got no. the weird, uh, you know, see well CG to make it look photo real yeah. stuff on his wings to make him Birdman, Batman, Catman. He's a Catman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, time very... will tell. Yeah, time will tell. I'm just well, yeah, I just hey, Ken Jong's in it, so you know it's good. Yeah, if you get if you, you think get the Invisible Doctor, Man from um, from last week's film is in it. I don't think the Invisible Man from last week's film was in it. I think the Invisible Man from the Invisible Man is in it. Not um, <laughs> Oliver What's his name, but actually the Invisible Man character. Right. Surprise! <laughs> and then he's about to uh, st- <laughs> stab horribly Elizabeth Moss, and suddenly, what's that? <laughs> There's a hand that's protruding out of his belly. That's the only thing you can see. And what? <laughs> oh no! That ham is actually a stick of dynamite. <laughs> when is it? It says coming soon. When is soon? Well, it was meant to come out Christmas, and it got delayed. Obviously, because everything got delayed. So, oh, right. not sure if it's January set, or it's just up in the air for now. Hmm. Maybe Easter time. What? The same time and as then, Peter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the escape plan. Yeah. Hatching the job. I don't fucking know. James Corden likes money and doesn't like anything else, like other people. <laughs> Everyone else has ever worked with him before he became I've, super famous in America. I've heard there's a new film with him in it where he plays, he does voiceover oh, for super AI. Yeah, does that? Have you watched that trailer? Yeah, or? I have. It's uh, the new Ben Falcone movie. Oh, is that yeah, what you watched? Uh, the name rings a bell. 
Mr. Sure. Melissa McCarthy, director oh, of yes, Tammy, yes. Life of the Party. And what's the other one? What's the other one? The Boss. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, the one who's married to Melissa McCarthy, but seems to use that as the reason to make Melissa McCarthy's worst films possible and not involve her as a comedic actress and masterful performer that she is, like Paul Feig would do. But just yeah. like, uh, uh, honey, could you do Fat One Fall Down Now five times? Thank you. <laughs> we get paid. Oh, no, please don't be actually funny and interesting. No, just Fat One Fall Down. Thank you. Why, uh, why oh, did oh, you this watch one, the trailer? Because it's coming to HBO Max. I was like, well, this one got delayed by two years and then just decided to go straight to streaming in a couple of weeks' time. Let's see how bad it really is. And then James Corden appeared. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I've chosen this voice because you're a big fan of James Corden. I am one of Corden's wardens. <laughs> I mean, you constantly have um, uh, cats on your list on HBO Max for some I don't mad reason. Um, I know. Unlike you, who weirdly has like random episodes of Young Sheldon on you. <laughs> that wasn't funny. That was actually and, quite offensive. And not that even was... episode one, two, three, yeah. and then continuing. Episode two, episode seven, episode nine. Really yeah. random through the three Yeah, really random episodes. It's like, yeah, that, that it's was, like anyone with those two would freak out. Yeah. I set us up with HBO Max, and that's how you were a baby. And it's just quite rude, really, frankly. Um, did you I see. Sorry? I own cats in 4K, your car. Oh, yeah. That's why I need to get a 4K um, uh, Amazon Fire Stick so I can watch cats in 4K. It's exactly <laughs> what you think it looks like. I saw that it's coming to uh, Sky on Boxing Day. So if so you are listening, um, you can listen to the cats commentary. It might be slightly out of sync because of 25 frames of television, but worth it. Yep. Download it, change the audio frame rate if you can to fit it if you absolutely must do. It's worth listening to. I freak out for two hours. And Cats is just worth watching. No, it's it's really not. Commentary or no commentary, it's worth watching. I'm going to watch it on Sky. (laughs) I'm going to watch it on Sky to see uh, if there are any differences. Um, Oh, well, in case they finally updated the graphics. Yeah. The pandemic. The one they why, did with Sky, you, you know. Why would you mess with perfection? Well, they've uh, no decided sense. to add uh, Tom to every character, <laughs> and every so often they explode or they turn into an iron-shaped head or they become an accordion and <laughs> walk their way across a musical number. What if? Okay, right. What if Skibbleshanks, the railway cat, the cat of the railway yeah. trade? No. Spent his entire tap dance routine being chased by Jerry driving a giant steam train towards him. And <laughs> so he has to up his pace and tap really quickly because every five seconds he looks back and like, oh, oh, oh. And then I mean, he I, ends up being an, an extra rail. I would, I would allow that train. as a an SNL skit or a, uh, a comic relief or children okay, in need kind of thing. Tom Hooper's actual but, design. Uh, but for for the actual film, no, because you know we've already got the actual film, and the actual film is perfect, as we both know. Um, you say actual it. film like it's a motion picture with act structure, uh, reason to exist, and artistic. Integrity. It does have reason to exist. The reason What's to exist reason? is to record podcasts about it and to never stop recording podcasts about it. So this week's film is uh, Cats the Musical. <laughs> Johnny, you really should piss me off. You know one thing about me, don't you? What? I've got a history, Johnny. You've got a history? 
Johnny, I've got a history of violence. <laughs> Don't fuck with me. Is there any way you can uh, you can sort of show me that history of violence? Well, I could because I wrote a graphic novel about my history of violence, but then I decided to uh, get Captain Amazing to do it. Captain, Captain, Captain Fantastic. Was, Captain Fantastic. Captain Stupendous. <laughs> Captain Green Book to make a movie about it. Oh my god, I forgot he was in Green Book. You forgot he was in Green Book. <laughs> I forgot about Green Book, basically. You forgot about the Octavia Spencer produced Green Book. Yeah. But one of the directors of Oscar winning Green Book. <sighs> Jesus. You know, a lot of people don't know. Linda Cardellini is the heart of the script of Green Book. She's the heart <laughs> of the film. <laughs> her three scenes are the entire integral point of the two hour experience. Did the review say that? Uh, no, the writers. The writers. The Oscar-winning writer, who is a 9/11 truther and pro-Trump, said that. Oh God, Jesus! These are things we knew before they had him an Oscar. Oh my God. Um. Well, yeah. So this week is history of violence. Um. Which I don't know. I feel like I've seen bits of this. I feel like I've seen a scene on... Hello? Hello, did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. That's the sound of the DVD. Oh, right. I thought you said, are you there? I thought thought you'd uh, you'd, you'd lost me for a second. Um, I I would, would because, you know, everyone has something to hide, which is the tagline here on the DVD. (laughs) You've Um, seen bits. Yeah, I I feel like there was a scene shared around in high school um, on a... Um, on a staircase. Yep. Yeah. Okay. I've definitely seen that. Does that scene contain strong language and strong bloody violence? I don't think so. Well, I think the it film does. The other strong thing. Strong staircases. Yes. Don't like a strong very, staircase. Give me a soft staircase, a melty staircase, one made of uh, no jelly. <gasps> Give me Clara with a chance of meatball staircase. And Clara with a chance of meatball swimming pool. It's much clearer the chance of meatballs. It's a very uh, different film from last week's film. Uh, what do you mean? Well, last week we watched uh, Monsters vs. Aliens. Right. And where, which country was that set in? America. And America has a very short history. Right. Pretty much all of it is full of... Violence. Yep. Is that, is that your link? Okay. Okay. I but so. it's, it's not any kind of American utopia, but there were lots of gangs in New York, so it all fits in one <laughs> whole pocket of this month, November. Um, now, the genres, uh, not Amazon Prime. No, uh, I, I know here. John and Ray. What do they say? Uh, suspense. That's okay. it. Those little genres. Well, I mean, you could also ask Polly Graham of News of the World, who says, bang on. Moves rollercoaster fast. Take a deep breath and enjoy. Four right. stars. Four stars? Yeah. Don't Would I, you give it four stars? Or Mark Adams of the Sunday Mirror gives it four stars, saying it's quite brilliant. Quite brilliant. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, then you have to go to the Daily Star for good old Alan Frank's take. Alan Frank, of course, calls it completely compelling. Completely compelling? Yeah. Is that four stars again? Doesn't say, it doesn't, he doesn't give a star rating. Neither uh-huh. does Johnny Vaughan of the Sun. All right. He didn't give it any stars, but he knew it was unmissable. Unmissable. 
I mean, do you? So, Time so when you're not watching hot dog Sunday Express and Metro, give it five stars. If that helps you any better. Okay. Remember hot Metro. dog. Yep, Metro. hot dog. Sunday Metro. Did you say? Nope. Sunday Express Metro. Time oh, out. Right. Okay. Hot dog. Hot dog. Hot Never dog. heard of hot dog. Yeah, you have. You used to I'm eat... hungry. I did used to eat them. You used to chow down every Michael Fassbender movie. <laughs> <laughs> It yeah. was a bit I respected and, <laughs> and went with. That was my go-to snack for Fassbender movies. Who can yeah. blame you? <laughs> so, you know, at least you have a candor. Uh, uh, she gets it. Don't mention her name, please. She very much gets it. Um, she do you think I like this film? I'm, I'm very surprised at the 95-minute uh, runtime. I well, feel like David even at 95... David Cronenberg films... Ah, yeah, Cronenberg, I suppose. He's yeah. a he's a short guy when it comes to cinema. He likes to get in, get out, and leave you thinking, oh, did I watch a film? Yeah, I did watch yeah. a film. <laughs> that was a film. Sometimes it's a, that was a film, and Keira Knightley's chin is really weird. Or sometimes <laughs> he goes, that was a film, and Jeff Goldblum vomited everywhere. Or sometimes <laughs> he goes, oh, that was a film, I guess. Was Jim Cusack in that, Julia Moore? Uh, yeah, Maps of the Stars. What the fuck was that? God damn it. What a waste of time. Yeah, he, he's got range. Sometimes he'll make a, a an intense sequence that sets in a wimpy. <laughs> like earlier this year when we watched Decent Promises, if you remember. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, that was another short film. I, I just think his name gives the idea of, oh, it's a, it's a long film. Because people talk about Cronenberg as part of the uh, grandiose element of uh, yeah. the the late eighties modern horror cinema, and so you assume it's you know epic in length and importance. Yes, yes, exactly. And um, I think I always feel going into it that like I'm you know this is ninety five minutes long. Yep. I'm expecting it's going to feel like two two and a half hours, even though it's only ninety five minutes. Do you think I'm going to enjoy this? I hope you do. Is enjoy the right word? To a degree, yeah. To a degree. What degree? The, the eighth degree. Right, the eighth degree. Okay. Oh, it's not 360. Ah. Uh, it's not, not 180. Yeah. <laughs> but it's up there. Okay. It's not down there. It's well, up there. It could be down there. could be down there. Um, um, look, I don't know if you can watch this, but there is an option on Vigo Mortensen's list. It's thing called Movie Talk Vigo Mortensen. I did spot the that. classic movie doc library, an in-depth interview with Vigo Mortensen talking about current projects as well as his whole career. This was from 2013. So he's definitely got some Hidalgo talk in that one. <laughs> it's strange as well. Also looking here, it has a cast and crew and uh, for David Cronenberg, yeah. it's got a dangerous method and it says Prime. And then if you go into Vigo Mortensen, it has Dangerous Method and it says uh, watch with a seven day stars play trial or rent or buy £2.49 to £5.99. That's because they made two different versions of it. Ah. The David Cronenberg one, which is the normal one, and the uh, Vigo Mortensen one where he plays all the roles. <laughs> right. So if you wanted to watch uh, him pretend to be Michael Fassbender, pretend to slap him as uh, Kira Knightley, that's the one you <laughs> want to watch. Do you know what? I've not actually watched that film. I might have to give that a try later. I still remember the morning of the screening at the NFF. 
waiting outside the Odeon West End, as then we discover, I believe they moved it to the Odeon thingy majiggy, Leicester oh, yeah. Square, the bigger one. Yeah. And it's a cold October morning. It's like, oh, what? A Sunday as well. It's a Sunday morning. Oh, oh great. We've got to move over there. You remember film festivals? I do. That's what I'm trying to remember yeah. right now. Thanks for listening. <laughs> God. I wonder if they'll ever be the same again. Oh, they'll never. Never. Never be the same again. <laughs> well, um, what, what else do you think? Say about? Yeah. Yep. This is going to be. I did mention it's based on a graphic novel. Yeah, I was quite surprised at that. I'd and it's 2005, so it's not like the, you know, Zack Snyder, he's going to do it in black and white IMAX four and hours. No Leonard Cohen? Graphic. I'm not interested. I didn't say no Leonard Cohen. I just okay. mentioned that Some Leonard Cohen might just be an actor in this one. Ah, that'd be quite nice. Yeah. Um, I think it's uh, about a, um, a mobster who is no longer in that life and he's going back over his life uh, and his history of violence and his history with violence. So um, it's like the walk the line of um, monster movies. Yes. Yeah. He's out there waiting to uh, kill and he's got to remember every single kill he's done that led him yes. to that point of murder. He gets called back for one, one last job. Oh, just when he was out? Just when he was out. <laughs> they pull him back in. I've taken, I saw Junk the, the they released. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, they released the Junk trailer for that, didn't they? The new, new version. The of... same day they released the Tom and Jerry trailer, they also released <laughs> uh, Godfather Coda, The Death of Michael Corleone. Is that coming out on any streaming site, or is it you have to pay for it? It's a pay for. Hard-earned money. Okay. Are you, yeah. going, are you, are you interested at all? Me, you... who's not ever bo- bothered to watch The Godfather Part 3, no. I mean, who doesn't like The Godfather or The Godfather Part 2 at all? Who finds them tediously dull? No. Weirdly, I, I have no interest in Coppola. Yeah, although, watched... although Tucker and the Man, and his man, and the man of His Dreams, <laughs> good film. Good film, that. I enjoyed that. I watched it a couple of months ago on HBO Max. I, um, I watched uh, The Godfather trilogy when I was in high school, and I don't think I was ready for it because I found it tediously dull. dull. Yeah, yeah, it might be because, and I'm going to go out on a limb here, it is <laughs> tediously dull. Um, well, I, I remember just not being interested. In it. And I remember I was watching it in high school. They had like a little video room and I used to just take it over uh, in my free periods all the time. And I think I, I think I had like a pretty much a day of free periods. How, I was like, Fuck it. how <laughs> did a cool guy like you end up doing podcasts like this? I know, it's crazy. And I remember I had a couple of friends who'd pop in every now and then and I had to explain what was going on like, throughout the trilogy. They'd, they'd go away for an hour, an hour and a half for their lesson. Now, at this point, they must and, have oh, played the video rest. games for the first two movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I imagine so. So they would have um, known what happened because those games were awesome. But yeah, I remember them coming back into the room and you know, asking me oh what's going on you know why is he not there anymore and what's what's he angry about and I'm just like i should really be paying attention to this shouldn't i well why wasn't he there oh because usually they're dead yeah but what is um, dead oh the, the the cannolis which have been taken but my my cousin did say to me i should give it another try when i'm older um and that was what like 10 probably about 10 to 13 years ago at this point oh so you're saying this christmas so maybe maybe now that the, it up. yeah maybe they they've re- released they're going to be releasing this new version 
yeah. I might watch the original trilogy again and then watch the third, the, the new third one, or the third point five one. No third, it's just the recutting of number three. New ending though, isn't it? New ending, new beginning. Yeah, at the start of it, it's Francis Ford Coppola going, buy my wine, at the end it goes, have you drunk my wine yet? <laughs> Shit. Buy another bottle. Hey, get Apple TV, watch On the Rocks. <laughs> Have you had a glimpse inside the mind of Charles Swan III yet? No. No, I'm just saying he's going to, you know, <laughs> scrimp for the other coppolas. Yeah. Hey, Primal. That's streaming. Right, Nick? <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if people are going to, like, because so the, the wide... The widely regarded thing is that The Godfather and Godfather Part 2 are two of the greatest films of all time. Right? Yeah, people say that. I don't get it. Yeah. So, and, and it's often said that the third one is just utterly pointless and they don't like it. So do you think this new version is going to change uh, the majority of people's minds about that? Yes. Do you think so? Yep. Alright, but do you think it'll be uh, changed as in legitimately changed or do you think they'll just be you know jumping on the fad they'll jump on it and go like wow he spent even more time on this film right when we so, could have so, had other couple of films like so twixt be... we could have had <laughs> we could have had twixt <laughs> it'll be like oh what's the oh uh the dark knight rises it'll be like that where people are like oh this is amazing it's perfect it's and then like five ten years later people are like oh no it is actually quite boring oh they were mad at me when i said it was boring but they didn't realize that i was always in the know <laughs> that's right listen to uncle andrew <laughs> how long how long do you think uh that period will last of people loving the new version of godfather 3 how long is the film <laughs> I imagine three hours. Then take away 25 minutes. Because <laughs> they're watching it, they'll be like, but this says the death of Michael Corleone, he's still not dead yet. And then he dies. And they're like, oh, I guess I guess he did do it. And it was disappointing because now it was a spoiler. So it wasn't as exciting as when I thought he was going to get killed by Tony Todd after he escaped death for two different movies. What if they I thought he was going to get his uh, laser eye surgery. I thought that's when he was going to die. When I thought he was going to do the uh, the floor routine in the gym, I thought that's how he was going to die. <laughs> when, it, when I thought he was going when to he's... go to have a uh, acupuncture therapy, I thought that's how he was going to die. Because um, that old age. In this new version, he started. Uh, he said Candyman five times. He started um, doing um, chainsaw ice sculptures. <laughs> uh, nothing brings me much joy as Rob Cordry. Getting really <laughs> agitated at that chainsaw missing because at that point, I was just so excited to see a man's <laughs> arm off. Oh man, oh, that's a time machine really is one of the great films of the last it decade. Is, it is really good. That's uh, where my obsession with um Jessie's girl, I think, came from. Well, you have an obsession with her. Do you wish you had her? I wish I had Jessie's girl. <laughs> Yeah. How can you get hey. a woman like that? <laughs> can, how can I find a woman like that? How I, can I find a woman? Well, you can find her with her history. 
A search history of violence. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go, girls. Just closing up, fellas. Coffee. I'm sorry, we're, we're closed. Oh, I know that. I do know that. Ah! Shut up! We don't carry much cash here. <laughs> don't move. Do it! Saved our lives. Hello, my hero. Tom Stahl is a family man with long-standing ties to this community. Right now, this community is rallying behind him and calling him a hero. Way to go, Tommy. Great, more reporters. You look like reporters. You're the big hero. Really don't like talking about it, sir. You sure took care of those two bad men, Joey. My name is Tom. It's Joey. You tell me. Sarah? Sarah! My daughter, where is she? What's going on, Dad? They thought they knew me. Thought I was somebody else. Nothing to worry about, Mrs. Stahl. I've been watching over. I don't know what you want, and I don't really care. You should care about what I want, because what I want might change your life. Why don't you ask Tom and ask him how come he's so good at killing people? You remember when you go into a nice, comfortable cafe? Oh, yeah, I miss cafes. Nice breakfast, an all-day yeah. pancake. An all-day what? All-day pancake. Oh, no, all-day breakfast. Was no, all-day pancake. Like? You order no. one pancake and you eat it all day. <laughs> until it gets gooey and cold and miserable. And There's just as really... you're about ready to pay the bill, suddenly you look up. <laughs> And the owners decided to uh, smash a coffee pot into a guy's head and then shoot one guy and then blow the other guy's mouth wide open right in front of you. And you're like, and you're just on a nice date with your girlfriend having a Sunday. Do you have to do a service charge for this? (laughs) Because I think more than 12.5% is a little much for watching a guy's (laughs) mouth just fall into my remaining pancake juices. No, I don't tip. What? I don't tip. Why not? I don't believe in it. It's not like it's, you know, the tooth fairy. (laughs) You don't believe in it. I don't believe in tipping. I don't have the script on me. I can't remember it by heart. I watched it last week. Did you? Yeah, it's the the ultimate film we watched on uh, my family's 100 film poster. We did Inglourious Marsons, the Reservoir Dogs, and now we've got City of God left to watch. Which uh, we wanted to keep till late to the end because it's a really, you know, fast-paced two-hour experience. It's intense. Um, no, it's an intense piece of work, but it's really, it really fast-paced. Yeah. Um, what do you think of uh, Reservoir Dogs? Rewatching it, it's That's... it's kind of problematic. Well, oh, hundred percent, it's problematic. I have real problems with a couple of parts of it. Yeah. The uh, the the, the F word thrown around more so than the N word, which is thrown around a couple of times, but the F word even more so. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't get. I just. For a second, also, I thought you were, you were saying. I thought you meant fuck, and I was like, no, oh, I mean, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, bit, I forgot. Yeah. Which is in the film we watched as well today, but for you know, yeah, yeah, very specific aggro bro shit. We've we've got a thing over here uh, where uh, like potato things are called that, oh, aren't pork they? Faggots. Sorry, you mean pork faggots? Pork. Pork faggots. That's no, a, I don't uh, know about pork ones. I, 
I think of them as like um, sort of tater tot, tater tots. That's what I think. Faggots and meatballs made from minced offcuts and offal, especially pork, traditionally pigs, heart, liver, oh. and belly meat or bacon, together with herbs for flavouring and sometimes added breadcrumbs. It is a traditional dish in the United Kingdom, especially south of Mid Wales and the East Midlands, where food goes to die. <laughs> it doesn't. No, I, I thought. Oh, um, no, that's the Wikipedia. I thought uh, potato, like cro- croquets, are they also called? Oh, I do like a croquet. Yeah. Croquets and croquettes, sorry. Croquettes. Croquettes. Anyway, um, history of violence. That well, no, interesting. the fact it is cooked in a crock. Is that close to a croquette? Maybe. It's uh, a bit tubsy. Let me type in potato. The use of the word faggot has caused controversy due to its additional meaning. It's a majority term for a homosexual man in American English. Did not know that. In 2004, <laughs> a radio commercial for the UK's supermarket to chain Summerfield. Oh, I missed them. Which a man rejects mm. his wife's suggested dinner, saying, I've got nothing against faggots, I just don't fancy them. Was found to have breached the advertising <laughs> and sponsorship code and was banned by the by industry regulator Ofcom. In November 2013, it was reported that British Facebook users have been blocked temporarily for using the word in its culinary sense on <laughs> Facebook. I... Facebook decided no, I... to block people for talking about the food faggot, but not at all about, you know, denying the Holocaust or trying to usurp <laughs> democracy in America. Facebook! Yeah! I've never seen these. I'm just... I tried to search potato ones, but... Um, but no. you realise they don't exist. You've made them up. Uh, hold up, hold up. Getting, getting, yeah, croquettes. Croquettes. That's what I, I thought F's were. I can't say the word. I just oh, got a, a tweet from the Film Again quiz team. Oh, yeah. Regarding, uh, the, we're, really, we're recording this episode the uh, day we've released last week's episode. So we're doing it a little early than usual. Yeah. And uh, they've just treated us. One of us worked the UK premiere of Monsters vs. Aliens and can exclusively confirm that Mr. Sutherland went for a wee wee on the top floor of The View. Ah, ah. Uh, you've been on to the uh, view, Leicester Square. Have you been in the I top have. floor bathroom? Um, All the way up those escalators? I hope I, hope I have. Yeah, if I you have, you, so you've, you, you, you've, you've done what uh, Jack Bauer never could do. See, I, I had it had in toilet. my head that he did it off the top floor, like off the balcony of the top floor. What's your saying, Joe? Well, he would do that in a couple of years' time when he could say, now streaming. <laughs> is his show still going the um the designated survivor thing nope. did it finish did it actually have an end yeah well netflix gave it an extra season okay what well, that that final extra season's out already i think it was the third season was its extra season hmm. um but hey uh there you go <laughs> no one podcast no, no. um a history of violence Oh, I, think, I feel like I might have seen that before, but I don't remember too much from it. But yes. um, I enjoyed it. it. It didn't feel long like I was expecting it to. Like five minutes. Uh, tell me about the first time you saw it. Oh boy, the first time I saw it would be on the DVD I'm holding right here. Because it got good reviews. And I was like, well, if it's got good reviews, and I know it's an 18, and at this point I was, what, 16? Oh, I've got to close this page, sorry. This, I'm just looking up. Potato croquets, and I'm getting proper hungry now. Um, 
Sorry. What were you, sir? I was like 16. All right. Yeah, I was yeah, very, very nervous 16 regarding violence, as we talked about in the Eastern Promises episode, where I yes. was a bit skeptical about watching the film as it was going on, but I persevered through it and enjoyed it. Mm. With this one, this was before I saw Eastern Promises, and I was like, well, it's called History of Violence, it was an 18. People said there's some pretty stark stuff in it, but I'll give it a go, because they've also said it's a really strong piece of work of meditating about what it is to have a violent tendencies and have family around violence. I thought that mm. sounds interesting. And so did I watched you, it. I like, interesting. You, I think I'll probably get this when I'm older. Did you ever... Um, did you ever wonder... Fuck someone upstairs? No. <laughs> did you ever wonder if he wasn't Joey? If, he, if it was just um, a well, mistaken... Well, I, I did, or did because I know that LeBlanc is famously Joey. Yes. Yeah. So that really is confusing. And the whole show and about it. Two shows. Yeah. Yeah, touche. How is he doing? <laughs> we should check up on him. Well, he's always wondering how everyone else is doing. No one ever asks. No one ever asks Joey how he doing. And how during the doing? pandemic year, when he yeah. hasn't been able to see Chanel Le Bon for a while, how yeah. are you doing? I hope yeah. you're holding up well. <laughs> Does he hear what this is to Dre to Matteo anymore? <laughs> Did she stay all three seasons of the show? Uh, God knows. Was it? No. Joey was three seasons. Yeah, three seasons, right? Bloody hell, I thought it was just one. No, I think it was season two when they had uh, a guest spot for um, Thingamajiggy. You know, um, what's his name? Um, Kevin Smith. Uh, they Kevin, gave him, what? Uh, Kevin Smith had a role for a couple of no episodes way. himself. He did not. <laughs> two seasons. Only two Kevin seasons, sorry. What year was uh, was Joey? Yeah, uh, two thousand and six. Actor. Oh yeah, he was in The Simpsons. Ratings for the second season fell to an all-time low, four point one million viewers. And NBC put the show on hiatus in March two thousand six, officially cancelling it in May. Mm. Never have imagined having four point one million people watching your show. He's not credited on IMDb. As self. Uh, I've got actor. I don't want actor. Because he's credited um, as Kevin Smith in uh, Big Bang Theory. I'm sure there's like a thing where he said he did that. Uh, writer. It's just a, a storyline. I'm pretty sure there's a storyline about it. Hmm. Maybe I got Correct. that wrong. Uh, additional crew, archive footage. Self. Uh, 2020. Oh, God, he probably seen so many bloody things. Correct. To 2006, you said, yeah? Yeah, it's not on the list. No. You lied. I did. Oh, no, Joey. Self. One episode. Joey in the Big Break, part two. Joey has made a mess of his last chance movie audition and hits rock bottom when Harpy Gina, who Bobby assigned to bring all her bad news, asks him how to do so with actors and starts using his own line on Joey, repeatedly. Michael is... No mention of... 
in, in the uh... oh there we go uh, Joey is desperate enough to take Factotum Zach's offer to meet Kevin Smith that's not a cotton type because the weirdo has just kidnapped a director's pet dog yeah. fucking weird anyway um... but don't worry because the one after that was Joey and the spanking <laughs> so you know that show was going well at that point yeah Joey the sex tape Joey the musical <laughs> Joey the Tijuana trip Joey the Christmas party Joey the big move Joey the critic oh here's one Joey and the murder in the cafe oh yeah strange weird. that convenient but weird yeah convenient because now we can uh, go back to watching which is which also featured a murder in a cafe it wasn't a murder it was self-defense how dare mm. you yeah we don't um, have enough murders in sitcoms. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, I uh, I enjoyed this. It was... I liked how dull it looked. You mean like washed out? Yeah. But back in the old days when it wasn't just colour processing, it was just, hey, we're going to shoot on cloudy days. We're going to make it look like normal life is... grey... And beige liked, in their cars. I would have liked to see more of um of Tom instead of Joey. I don't know. I just I enjoyed that life. We had a whole film about Tom. Joey doesn't exist. Joey's not a thing. Joey's a fake. <laughs> we never actually saw Joey. That was just him fucking about because he's like, yeah, you know what? I did some improv in my school days. I'm going to guess and this this Ed Harris guy. <laughs> is, that, is that how he went? <laughs> I hope that's how he went. <laughs> oh, William Hurt really thinks I'm this guy. Well, yeah. fuck it. I'm going to step on this guy's <laughs> neck and prove how really bored on this character I am. Jesus, how lucky, <laughs> how lucky am I? That's like the fifth guy that's tried to kill me, and I've killed him back. Jesus this Christ, just... he, he opened the door and just, I just twisted his neck halfway around. Didn't even know he was what coming you do? <laughs> Oh, I'm Lord's watching. I might get on SNL with this material. <laughs> I really want. I want a shot of him leaving that room, seeing the other guy before the other guy walks in. Just see him and going, nah, and walking on. I just wanted a scene of him at the end of it going, and scene. That's just like one. That guy's one step too many. (laughs) Tom Stall, musical guest, and the Strokes. And when he leaves the house, going, right, that's it. I'm done. No more. <laughs> no, no, before he leaves the house, well, he kills one more, that one last guy. And he's like, right, that's it. I'm done. And then he's like, fuck it, let's go. And opens the door. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think he was pissed that his son, his son got the kill for Ed Harris? Oh, him? man. I mean, of all the people. <laughs> that kid could have killed anyone. He kills Ed. He kills and head Ed Harris. <laughs> he gets the end. Yeah, he does. He him down. I was, I was, um, I was kind of disappointed he didn't turn to his son and go, "That's still only counts as one." I don't get it. It's the Lord of the Rings reference. Now let's talk okay. about Lord of the Rings. Actually, okay, I don't, don't understand know. what any of this means. You didn't know that Viggo Mortensen. Who was the Lord of the Rings? <laughs> you didn't know Viggo Mortensen. Um, uh, broke his foot on set of Lord of the Rings, and we. I, I don't know much about Viggo Mortensen's uh, health-based history. Did you know that every, he every finger he's broken, he, um, every, every, every toe he's managed to get stuck in a door. It's, it's a 
quite well known um, behind the scenes uh, story of an eighteen-month shoot. Yeah, that he. Um... Right. I don't care. I don't <laughs> care about the Lord of the Rings. I don't care about the movies. Why would I read up on the production history? <laughs> You don't need to read up on production history. I do if I'm uh, going to read something like that, because no, how would I have seen you it? Have, you should have Lord of the Rings geeks like me tell you that that's what happens. I it's don't... like, um, do you know uh, that uh, at the end of the Fellowship of the Ring, when Sam is running out to <laughs> the first one, uh, when that's Sam's running so out to the when, boat... Uh, Bilbo is doing the riddle... No, uh, that's the uh, that's Great White Thor and Oakenshield. Oh, that's oh the sorry. An unexpected journey, the best of them. No, that's the whole musical numbers. Um, so did you know in in Fellowship of the Ring at the end when um Sam is running out to the boat to Sam. to yeah, Samwise. Samwise Sam Gamble. Yeah. Uh when he's running out to the boat to stay with Frodo. Before they started filming, they checked the uh like the bottom, you know, the the ground. Right. But they didn't check it uh enough because he stepped on I think it was a piece of glass ah. and cut his foot. Yeah. And he continued acting and I think we see that as well. We oh. the moment that moment is in the film. Why? Why are they so bad at this? New Zealand, <laughs> get your fucking stuff right. What have you got? History of violence? But, you, Jesus. but you, didn't, you didn't know that either. No. I, I've watched I'm... that film three times in my life and I've not gone into any of the features because who could give a fuck? I've not gone into any of the features either on the Blu-rays and stuff because I, I feel like it would diminish the magic of the film. Um, <laughs> I okay, do, okay but... but how have you heard about this then? Um... I just know it because, like, you can't just know it's things thing that, that's so specific. It's a, it's a, just a thing people know. It's it really isn't. I'm, I'm honestly surprised. Alan I'm Rickman, more surprised you didn't know Alan about Rickman being dropped yeah. two seconds before he expected to in Die Hard to get the surprise reaction. That's something everyone knows. Yeah, but I. That's about Samwise, more of the bloody rings. The Samwise Gamgee thing, perhaps, maybe you can get away with not knowing that. But the Aragorn I've got, I, I'm thing, 30. I've got away with not knowing all of this. <laughs> I can't. Uh, do, all right, how about one more? Because we've done one from uh, one from the first one, one from the second one, because Aragorn kicking the helmet is in the second one. In the third film, in the extended edition Battle of the third film, you see, no. Maybe um, Connolly. <laughs> Oh god! In Return of the King, in the extended edition, you see um, uh, Saruman uh, is in the extended, but he's not in the theatrical. I don't think. No, he's not. Yeah, he's disappeared um, entirely. Like, but where's yeah. Christopher Lee? What happened to Isengard? So you know, do you know where are the Ents who finally claimed victory upon the Tree Wizard? Do you know the fact about uh, Christopher Lee in Return of the King yes. when he gets stabbed? Yes. Oh, go on. Okay, right. So Christopher Lee, who was on set that day, yeah, and um, he turned to the future Sir Peter Jackson. Oh, this is. Oh, I really need to be doing this stuff. Oh, I've done my death scene. And then he's like, "Of course you do. I'm paying you for you for twenty five years of your service. You'll be back here doing films forever and ever." <laughs> and so Christopher Lee said, "Fuck it," and then he just <laughs> sat down and said, "CGI my legs." <laughs> and so all of the appearances here there 
floating around with a sash floating around because no. they, they claimed the Ents ripped his legs off so that he didn't have to deal with creating CGI legs because they would just look like Jessica Rabbit's legs at that point. Which, whilst it's... interesting, was way too erotic for the final movie. I knew it was too much to hope that, uh, that you'd actually have a, a serious uh, answer to that. Um, did you no, know? I, I take it very did seriously, Jessica. Did, did you know that? Um, did you know that Christopher Lee told sure, uh, Christopher Lee. told told Peter Jackson that, that he was wrong? Peter Jackson was trying to show him like how to react to being stabbed in the back, and uh, Christopher Lee, Sir Christopher Lee, just turned to him and said. Have you ever been stabbed? Have you ever seen a man being stabbed? And he's like, no. He's like, well, I have. And that's not how it happens. He 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 wouldn't be able to cry out. He he, all the breath would be taken from his body. That do you know about that? that was, yeah, I do know about that because yeah. that wasn't Sir Christopher Lee who said that. Who was it? That was Joey from Philadelphia. <laughs> well, at least you know one of them. I'm I'm honestly surprised. I'm I should uh, I'm going to pepper you with more uh, Lord of the Rings facts from now on. Okay, and only we, if I can do the, other, other important facts. And we're going to do the, uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended edition and the Hobbit extended edition together. We're going to do a live stream. 24-hour binge. We're going to do a That'd live stream. That'll be fun. Yes, I'm going to uh, dress up as Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> and you're going to dress up as... That's new. Roger Rabbit, obviously. Please, Johnny. Um, yeah, I with a history of violence, I feel like I would have liked it to be two and a half hours. Really? Yeah, you want to sit in this world for that long with yeah, kind of music do. playing all the time? I wanted um more of the aftermath of the um murder of which of, one? Sorry, self defense. Self defense. Um, and the town sort of, and I I feel like they could have sort of shown more in the lead up to that of just how well known and liked he is in the community. Um, sure. So maybe two, the, what, 10 more minutes. More from his son as well and his son's uh, problems at school. Yeah. Jack and the kid who thinks he's hot shit at baseball. Yeah. And more sexy times with wife, wife of course. Well, yeah, Maria Bella, you know, she deserves more. Yeah. And by more, I mean, you know, Vika Watson. Not less, less, not less more than some. Yeah, the more I think... <laughs> yeah, it is now. Okay. The more, the more I'm thinking about this, the more I'm thinking it, it was lacking. I, <laughs> I wanted more from it. How many Cronenbergs have you seen? Mm, a fair amount, I'd say. Yeah? Um, yeah, let me check. From we've, we've done the maps. Uh, I watched most of Rabbit and I was like, yeah, right, I get it. I get this one. <laughs> She's rabid. Because I tried to watch it before I saw the Suskets. remake in, yeah, um, and yeah, I didn't think much of it. it was like, yeah, okay. Oh, the fly. He did the fly. Yeah, I may mention that earlier. Jeez. Yeah, sorry, I forgot about that. What's wrong with the fly? Um, that's the first and probably only film I've ever sat through where I've been so, so close to throwing up. Sure. Have, was, you, have, you, have you not seen Jackass number two? It was in... No, I, any other film is... I, you know, I've, I've sat and watched... They literally um, shit on a uh, fake toilet for a while on that one. 
yeah, see paper bags coming out of bars. It's like, oh, come on, boys, grow up. I've, I've never had any kind of gag reflex except with the, uh, the fly. Um, it is gross. It is it undeniable really is how gross that thing is. I think it was a perfect combination of it was part of a uh, an all-night sci-fi marathon Jeez. at the Prince Charles. It was in the upstairs screen. Um, it was halfway through the night, and this was in my uh, in the good old days when I was having Red Bulls constantly, and I'd yeah. had probably about two or three at that point. So you shake um, You're buzzing. Yeah, and um, it was doing. It wasn't uh, helping the insides. It was helping me stay up, but you know it doesn't help with the insides. And... Yeah, doing hell to your bloody uh, yeah. stomach. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I had that going on, sat front row, <laughs> and I just watched it, and I was like, oh. And I... he just vomits over food and starts shoving it up his mouth. I was like, oh. I, I think. I think I did actually leave the screen and get a glass of water just to sort of like calm myself down and sat back down and kind of looked at the floor through a lot of the film. It was, yeah, I haven't gone back to it since, but I, I've never had that experience ever before or since um, in terms of watching a gross film. Sure. It's, yeah, it's weird. I watched uh, it one time. A friend gave me the DVD. I uh, watched it with dinner once. Oh, God, why would you? Because oh, I thought, oh, yeah, I'll give this film a go. And I watched it there. Yeah, this yeah. is gross. Yeah. I did it, though. Oh, you did two episodes of Peep Show. In 1975 and 1976. I didn't know it last. It was going it's ahead that of long. its time. Yeah, that, that yeah. was the Canadian version. Um, it took so... a year to make every episode. <laughs> Canada is very particular. They shot in 4K. <laughs> so I've seen uh, most of Rabbit. I haven't seen Scanners. I've seen Videodrome, but I didn't don't really remember anything of from it. Oh, you didn't I welcome yourself the to the flesh. Um, puts his, he, put, he puts his hand in his stomach, and it's a vagina stomach. With James seen, Woods, he's a least conspirator. I haven't seen the Dead Zone. I've seen the Fly. Dead Zone's on Amazon Prime. We can watch that sometime. There was Friday Thirteenth the series. Yep. Didn't know that was a thing. That wasn't a big thing. It was a thing. Canadian show, I'm guessing. Hmm. Not based on the film, right? Probably based on the film. Yeah, I'm not sure if it's a series. Um, Dead Ringers, I've not seen. Naked Lunch, no. M. Butterfly. Crash, I've not seen that. Crash, I don't think. Excited. Well, you'll be able to watch it soon. I paid uh, £2.99 for the 4K HDR iTunes version. Oh weeks. So, bloody hell, okay, Arrow. <laughs> I'm down, I get it. I'll, Existence. Existence. Uh, I've not seen um, Short Six, Spider, spider. No. History of Violence, I've just Wait, seen. Who's in Spider? Uh, Ray Fiennes. He plays Spider. He no, plays he I didn't know there'd actually be a character called Spider in Spider. Well, there's a character called Spider-Man in Spider-Man, so it goes to make, you know. To each his own cinema, no. Eastern Promises, we watched that for the podcast. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Dangerous Methods, not seen. Cosmopolis, no. I don't know if you've not seen the Michael Fassbender one. That just seems ridiculous. Because I know I'm going to love it. I know I'm going to love it, so I kind of keep it on the back burner. Wait, you know, I don't want to 
I don't want to go through all his films. So, so you're not going to love it, but you'll appreciate the spanking. <laughs> yeah. You'll wish you were Kira. Cosmopolis, I've not seen. It, that's never interested me at all. Just see, all I've seen is Robert Pattinson sat in the back of a limo. Jay Baruchel pops in, Paul Giamatti pops in. Um, and oh, Maps to the Stars, I went to see, but fell asleep through. You were one of the lucky ones. <laughs> yeah. And he's not directed anything since then. No, what's uh, what's he got in his acting wheel on IMDb? actor. Um, Star Trek Discovery. Disappearance at Clifton Hill. No, no, let's let's talk back to that. Who does he play in Star Trek Discovery? Kovic. Kovic. Oh, you know Kovic. Yeah. Sure. Uh, season three, episode five, Die Trying. Oh, yeah. that was this. That was a couple of weeks ago, and everyone was tweeting about, "Oh my god, David Cronenberg's in this episode." All oh, right. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Is it weird? Yeah. I think he is an actor at times. He's the narrator of Ape Sodom. Um, Ape Sodom or Ape Ape, Sodom? Ape Sodom. I want to go to that. Barney's version. This will truly be a Sodom of Apes. Alias. It's in two episodes of Alias. Uh, Jason X. Yeah. Resurrection. The so he spent God. time with the Freddies. And the Jasons. He was in a show called The Newsroom, but not that newsroom. He not did the good newsroom. He did newsroom before newsroom. <laughs> he, David Cronenberg is ahead of his time. He really is. Did Crash before Crash. Did Crash before Crash. Uh, dead Ringers. He did Dead Ringers before Dead Ringers yeah, was on Radio 4. Um... Yeah. Well, the guy that got to play Jeremy Irons against Jeremy Irons just doesn't sound like Jeremy Irons at all. Or look like Jeremy Irons at all. He kept mumbling about how, you know, why should uh, gay people get married? I might as well marry my son for tax purposes then. Grubble, grubble, grubble. Oh, classic Jeremy Irons. <laughs> what a great Alfred. I um, I feel like I've seen the films of his I need to see, apart from Dangerous Method, which I'm saving for a special occasion. And Scanners. Is Scanners worth watching? I believe Scanners is an important one for, you know, body horror and... Okay. Yeah. yeah, And the Heady Splody. Yeah, Heady Splody. People liking Heady Splody. But, you know, I've seen um, uh, Toby Flanderson's head get exploded multiple times from multiple angles. So that's all I really need to see. All all we really need in life is uh, Threat Level Midnight. Who's that you said? Toby Flanderson. How, how would I know him? From the office. I don't work in an office. How else would I know him? Is he like a a notable figure? The office in the American workplace. No, no, is he... I don't have an American workplace. Is he like... Uh, has he got like a nickname, possibly? Maybe like he's a, a, a Scranton Strangler? Oh, uh, no, he's not a Scranton Scrant- Strangler. Sure. No, I don't. I don't. Um... You don't aspire to that uh, no. thing. No, I don't. Right. I don't believe in that. Who is? It's a common. It's a common idea, and it's too common. Who is it? Is it Gobi Lenderslud? Yes, Gabe. It's uh, Gabe Lewis. Oh, you, you think Gabe? Yeah. You think tall, dark, and handsome? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. He just needs to strangle women for his own satisfaction. No, I think I think it's got to be Gabe. He's he's got, you know, he's he's watched over two hundred horror movies. So um, have you. He's filmed. Yeah, I know. He's filmed his own horror movies. Like so have weird, you. The the cinema of the uh, I can't remember what it's called. Cinema of the uncomfortable or something like that. Where he was fil- where he was filming in the back of uh, Stan Lee's car. And and there's no there's no um there's no plot and maybe maybe the maybe the the director knew that having a plot was too comfortable. He sounds like a bumblecough filmmaker. Yeah, he's um he's. They make you a murderer. He's, Patrick he's, Price is a murderer. He is Duke more. Aren't a murderer. He's he's more likely the Scranton Strangler than uh, Toby is. No. Toby's just misunderstood. He's not misunderstood. He's very understood. He's painfully <laughs> understood. Uh, Toby's got a history of violence, I suppose. Damn right he does. <laughs> if you had Ed Harris in your film. Yeah. And he had prosthetics to make it out because he had his eye fucked around with the barbed wire. Mm-hmm. Would you insist on having him take the sunglasses off after the reveal <laughs> all the time? Or would you say, okay, reveal it once, but you know what? You look cooler with the sunglasses than the suit and tie. And then that way we don't have to do the makeup every time. But even that, just how cool Ed Harris looks with the sunglasses, yeah. suit and tie. He just, I mean, he's just cool. Yeah, he's that's just got true. swagger to him. Reveal it once, and then keep him on, and then when he dies, have the glasses fall off. Smashed. Yeah, yeah. So he can't put him on for his death. Yes. Perfect. And also, William Hurt's beard. Yeah. He's got this weird thing going on. He's a bit like Wes Bentley in The Hunger Games, but it's not a bit quite. like Moe's. Moe's? Yeah. Moe's from Moe's Tavern. Moe's is like Moe's Fruit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what I say to that reference? Sorry? You know what I say to that reference? What? Beat it. Bear it. Battlestar Battle Galactica. It. Um, now, him, what's the actor's name again? What, Billy Hurts? Yeah, William Hurt. I he's I know okay. the name. You go, William. I know, I know Bill. The na- I know the name. Right. But whenever I watch a film and he's in it, I don't. I wouldn't be able to fucking pick him out. I find it fascinating because he used to be like a headline star. He was like the. He was kind of like a Nick Nolte-ish figure in terms of like they were weirdly considered handsome back in the day. And now you look at them and you go like, I can see William Hurt has like this. You know, scruffy, interesting, hard-edged, 70-year-old big daddy vibe. But even so, the two of them, they are... They did not age in the same graceful way like Harrison Ford did. It's like, uh, who's the other one? Mickey Rourke, I've always heard, is, was, like, gorgeous back in well, the day. If you, look at, if you look at pictures from Mickey Rourke of the 80s, you can see that he was trying to maintain that through the 90s. Mm. Until he fucked with his face to that point to try and make sure it stayed young and handsome, and it just becomes Stallone. 
Yeah. Just, you know, you've got, you've got too much uh, slop on you. Like, just embrace the old, which William Hurt did. And uh, now he pops up as a character actor all the time. And for some reason, it's in the Marvel franchises. That's the one it. thing they kept from the Incredible Hulk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I guess um, we'll bring him back for Civil War. <laughs> God, I forgot about that. I didn't forget. <laughs> it was the one thing that excited me about Civil War at any point. I was like, oh, William Hurt's back. Oh, I hope you can find, you know, 50 other small films with this. <laughs> I love William Hurt. He's such a great, you know, kind of angry, miserableist guy. And yet in this film, he is pulling off a... He's got 10 minutes, well, five minutes of screen time, maybe. Yeah. Uh, he's just having a blast. <laughs> he really is just, you know, he's going full silly accent Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just I would have liked to see more Philly. Hey brother Broheim, sorry. He's Do you know what would have been good? Broheim. When um when the reveal happens and um Vigo says uh I should have killed you back in Philly to cut back to uh a quick shot of him uh cutting the eye with the barbed wire. Quick but, cut and then back. But we have the history but not the uh sense of what actually happened it's visually because yeah. we don't ever see the violence of the past happening that would be yeah. ridiculous it's all about how we remember it and how we discuss it and how we contemplate it and how we live or die with it but still mostly i would have liked an entire film where it was just a case of mistaken identity <laughs> and it wasn't actually uh, who they thought it was it was just, it was a very good look, uh, very similar looking doppelganger. And would the town then rise up to help him? Yes. Yeah. See, that would be good, wouldn't it? Sure that this wasn't, but yeah. Maybe that's the graphic novel version we write. No, the graphic novel. Who produced the graphic novel? Who, who, who published? Not produced. Who published the graphic I novel? I don't have that information on me. DC probably, Marvel? Probably Vertigo. Vertigo. Do you know who wrote for Vertigo? Who? Um, No, no, was it Vertigo? I think it might have been Dark Horse, actually. Well, I know you two wrote for Vertigo, because they said, uh, hello, hello, holla. They were in a place called Vertigo. Terry Bauer. Who? Wrote for Terry Bauer. Terry? Yeah. Like, brother of? No. No? T-E-R-I. Oh, so lady of the? Yep. Jack Bauer's wife. Jack Bauer had a wife. <laughs> yep. How long did that last? <laughs> One day. <laughs> 24 hours. Yes. <laughs> well, technically, technically, like 23 hours, 59 seconds, and about 50, uh, 59 minutes and about 50 seconds. Shit. Yeah. Last 10 seconds, eh? Yeah. Probably. Tough time. How'd you deal with that? How do I... How do you deal with that? Deal with what? Knowing that someone had a wife and then doesn't have a wife because of, you know, 10 seconds of awkward. <laughs> 10 seconds of awkward. I'm assuming it was awkward. <laughs> that was the image led their divorce. The that's, um, that's what happened. They, they divorced, right? They annulled? Uh, no. Not, not quite divorced. Okay. Separated. Just giving it a go-ahead. Separated, technically, is, uh, is the term you could use because... Uh, they were separated by six feet of, of 
Um, of Earth. Of Earthly Clashes and Dust to Dust. Wait, did someone get collapsed on by, like, vinyls of David Bowie? Um, someone got collapsed on by, uh, by Nina Myers. Was it Jack Bauer? Because she was hot. To, <laughs> yeah, she was hot to trot. Let me tell you that. <laughs> yeah, they would. They would. They would deal with a staircase and a half. <laughs> they would slip into a cheerleader's uniform. <laughs> now I just don't want to see that. But um, down. Do you want to ask the question, Johnny? Yes, yeah, Are you mad that we have a history of violence? I'm not mad at all that we have a history of violence. I think it enriches our history of violence. You, you think <laughs> that uh, if we as humans could be compassionate and calm and talk things out rather than each one of us head to the worst and darkest of places that we would be a worse society? Yeah, that's boring if we, if we talked things out. And boring, boring is worse than dangerous and anxiety-ridden. Exactly. Got to have some excitement in your life, don't you? It's not exciting, it's terrifying. Keep waiting, it'll, it'll be exciting eventually. Johnny, are you really bad for a history of violence? I am, I am. Despite wanting it to be longer and wishing I'd seen more of that world and stuff, I, I gotta say I am really mad for it. Would it help you to know that uh, there was scene 44, a deleted scene, Ooh. which was uh, unmade? Okay. Yeah, uh, DVD, you can look at that. I believe that uh, it's... Uh, more stair sticks. I think it's Ed Harris as a oh, Ed ghost. Harris stair sticks. As a ghost, like with a really, really graphic, um, fucked up gunshot wound, mm. talking to Tom. Ghostly Ed Harris stair sex. I'm interested. Well, I mean, you know, now his chest's open, they can do full crash. <laughs> it's crash meets uh, video drone <laughs> with Ed Harris's chest. Who doesn't want that? A madman would not want that. I mean, you can finish on his chest, but you don't need to <laughs> this time. Is that not mm. where you wanted this to go? No, I no. just want to go. Where do you want to where? go? I want to go to Twitter to find you to tell you to stop. Well, you can pull out Twitter anytime you want as well. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with that? Where can we find you to block you on Twitter? Oh, well, you can find me at Scott Derrickson if you want to block <laughs> me on Twitter and report me. <laughs> Why am I out for blood for the pot, Scott? <laughs> I'm also out here to run to where I'm normal. <laughs> normal. Well, what about you? Where are you found so that you can say, hey, let Andrew speak more about finishing? <laughs> I'm at, movie, finish. underscore... <laughs> I'm okay, at okay. movie underscore mad on Twitter and on Instagram. Are um, you movie underscore mad? That's our Twitter and our Instagram. Oh, that was convenient then. That was lucky. Yeah. Are you moving around at hotmail.com? That's our email. Uh, moving mad pod, is it? No. No? No. Are you moving mad pod? Are you moving mad pod? Are you moving mad pod? On Facebook. Um, on Facebook. What's, uh, what's next? How do we top? Um, uh, um, uh, backstage at the Bluebird every Friday we're oh, right, watching yep. Nashville we're currently right. in season one 
We are. This week up, we're talking energy drinks on Friday. Is it this week or next week? It's this week we're talking energy drinks. You sure? I'm wildly sure. Last week we discovered someone's getting a divorce, and this week we're dealing with the ramifications of that. Yes, yep, yep. I am aware of scheduling. It's almost like I edit these things and put them up for timing. Yep, yep. Don't fuck with me. (laughs) You know you like it, though. (sighs) Where are you going to (laughs) finish? Um, what? I'm not answering that question. What's next week's film? What What are we going to top uh, history of violence with? A future of violence? Um, no, we're going into December. We're going to uh, judge not yet, lest ye be judged. Okay. Which means, uh, hey, um, we're mostly doing a Mike Judge month. Okay. Let me we're, go we're not our... doing one of those films because it's not really streaming. I don't really like it, and we've replaced it with a film I really wanted to watch with you for years. Oh yes, but three Mike Judge films in a row. Yeah, do America I'm... find some office space, and then realise that we're living in an idiocracy? I'm so get in... yourselves ready. I'm quite intrigued about next week's film. Should I be I doing would any? Suggest you should yeah. watch a couple of things on YouTube to get yourself ready for Beavis and Butthead. Yes. Perhaps I should. But what is next week's film, I wonder? I don't know. Maybe I'll send it all together. <laughs> uh, maybe we'll just listen to the Red Hot Chili Peppers sing their love roller coaster. Until then, I suppose. Until then. Over down a clip, because I'm a double dipper. Double double dip, da da rip dip dabba. One, two, one, two, three, four. Rip dip dab are You Movie Mad is part of the Podnose Network, the UK's leading independent entertainment podcasting network, produced and edited by Andrew Jones, executive producer George Grimwood. To find out more about Podnose's network, go to www.podnose.com. 